We got Spirulina Lady up in here. Hello. Hi, Vegan Maid. What's up? How's the morning? You know, uh, morning's good. I'm currently sucking on a on a tummy soothers. Uh, oh, tell <laughs> more. <laughs> um, I my my stomach be fine. The digestion incredible this morning. But for people who don't know, um, I also I have- don't know what you're speaking <laughs> on. Excuse me. What the hell did you just say? A tummy soother? Yeah. Okay. So like, Kate and I are kind of like obsessed with mints right now. we're like mint mint connoisseurs and so i picked these up at like the local health food store because the packaging's hilarious um it has like this like little drawing of a girl like in a lavender field and i don't know it um yeah it's just like fucking hilarious but it like tastes similar i enjoy the flavor it's like slippery elm cardamom ginger fennel and peppermint so it's bullshit (laughs) okay don't worry i mean i've been duped i've been duped by big mints as well i bought mints with parsley in them they taste like ass so i am no i'm not my hands aren't clean here no i'm enjoying these because i don't know like if you've ever really like been to like indian restaurants before but like you know when you like leave there's always like that bowl of like star anise and like candy coated fennel and then and then like you would like shovel them like into your fucking hands and then like down them Obviously, you know, like, obviously now, like, with COVID times, like, that's not happening anymore. But it tastes similar to, like, that. And so I feel like I'm connecting with my childhood through these mints. And, like... Okay, beautiful. Yeah, you know, they're... I mean, they're I was good. more of a... I mean, my situation, whenever my family took us out to restaurants, um, we were pretty white in the sense that we went to very white restaurants. Oh, um, like, okay. No offense to the fam, but there was, like, a place called Cucumbers Buffet, and they would just take us because it was literally $2 for children under the age of 15. We, we had something like that, but it was, like, a chain called Jason's Deli. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, and so upon exiting the establishment, my sister and I would like take like muffins and put them in our pockets and such, which was like actual food. But, um, we didn't really, you know, experience the variety of mint that yeah, you did. My yeah. take it, no, but my take thing that we would do, um, we would get toothpicks and then stab each other on the car ride home. Uh, kind of like a pre-acupuncture vibe. I've never gotten mm-hmm. acupuncture. If anyone wants to hit me up to I'm sure I'm sure it feels about the same way as like getting a toothpick shaft in your elbow. I really uh, elbow is a generous uh, one. <laughs> I'm more like your face or your arm. But okay. uh competitive uh angles at the Glavin household always. So the toothpick was just kind of a precursor to uh trends that stay true today as I am competitive in the grocery store. My recent (laughs) beef that Emma and I have been chatting about, uh, maybe this is New York specific, but I know they have this across um, the homeland. Uh, Instant cart shoppers. Instant cart shoppers in the way of looking at my broccoli sprouts. (laughs) Y'all, if someone is ordering their groceries online, I bet they are just looking for whole milk like they're not looking <laughs> whole for the milk niche. and like and like kettle like potato chips yeah like fuck y'all standing in front of my sugar-free like chocolate chips like i'm trying to grab my chocolate chips and go like like i i know that your users are not looking and like <laughs> looking at the call magnesium why are you guys in that aisle clogging up the way but, like but 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 kate would you rather have the instacart shoppers or like the brain dead idiots who pay the men? Instacart- <laughs> men who would you rather have shopping in the grocery store would you rather be with the instacart people or like the idiots literally myself <laughs> okay a dream so i just need to reserve an hour where i can roam freely look that's you know, you, COVID you, wise. You know, yeah you know okay you, you could just like go right when they open um <sighs> i have or, my or, or 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 okay we we just uh open up our own store where only us can shop at <laughs> that would be really financially feasible 
Uh, this is the future that liberals want to open up grocery stores with what they literally only consume. I'd be into that. Um, you know, we can take our laps around whatever type of grocery store. Hey, if this podcast starts popping, it, it could be possible. Yeah, we could come out with supplements. Uh, <laughs> speaking of, today's episode will be an introduction. Introduction, yeah, baby. Introduction to supplements. Uh, one Hell of the yeah. hottest questions. There's a lot of buzz in the wellness world, the wild world of wellness, as we say. So we want to, you know, weed through the bullshit because we are both avid supplement consumers we have fallen trapped to things that seem like snake oil uh we have also done the research we have done the reading so we want to provide you guys a little bit of a humorous you know intelligible look at supplements but also not be nerds talking about shit for two hours um because there are those podcasts with people that are registered dietitians nutritionists so we want to give you a little spiel something that is digestible for the girlies to implement in their life kate and i are tweaking on the cold brew everyone watch this space we're about to go full freak nerd mode on the supplements all right let's get into it emma okay let's do it all right we're back in the studio let's get going mic check mic check we're sounding good okay Introduction to supplements. The first thing we want to say is a very professional disclaimer in case this pod blows the fuck up. (laughs) We are not licensed health practitioners. We feel as though the wellness industry is hard to navigate and we do not have all the answers. So we are not prescribing anyone to take a certain pill. We do not have a cure all for everyone to implement into their lives. That's going to have some sort of outcome. Uh, This is not advice on what you should take. We are not being paid or sponsored by any brands, but we are sharing our experience taking supplements. So when we do mention a brand, it's something that we've used. And in our personal experience, it's something that we have found beneficial. Yeah, like supplements are like overwhelming. And, you know, if you're also spiritually pushing the age of 73 and walk through the aisle searching for something that promotes whatever it is that you're searching for um yeah we're just kind of here to kind of explain our process and we are pretty much veterans yeah Yeah. for veterans i'm gonna link some actual sources in the show notes and we'll probably shout out some podcasts and people that are actually licensed professionals so definitely take their advice um yeah like if you're coming if you're coming to the page for nutritional advice um emma and i Mm -hmm. are not doctors i would say go to a doctor uh yeah But, you know, we do have a lot of experience being in these health stores, talking to other geriatric elders, and they're like, why the hell are you guys looking at vitamins and minerals? You look like you're 16, which Emma and I have gotten told before. Uh, One of our resident spots called Lifetime Natural Grocer, um, the owner asked if we were twins and we were 16 years old. So uh, that's kind of the first note. Next, uh, a lot a lot of questions were like, do you even need supplements or like, what is the importance of them? I'm eating a pretty healthy diet. It seems pretty expensive. It seems like placebos. It seems like there's so much shit out there. You are correct. Um, one of the main reasons that you do need them, I think I first got introduced to supplements going vegan. Uh, you do have nutritional gaps in your diet, whether that be B12, vitamin D. There's a lot of studies that vegans and vegetarians are lacking certain nutrients. Thus, you can supplement because you're not going to be able to get things like B12 in a food form. Some things need to be fortified nutritionally, like vitamin D. So there is some benefits to taking account of your nutritional gaps in order to be your best healthy self, basically. 
Totally. And also just with like depleted soils, industrial farming and like genetic modifications, a lot of the vegetables and animals, if you do eat like meat and dairy, um, they have fewer nutrients and with such like processed factory made foods. Now, a lot of those be made snacks and frozen foods are not going to have as much nutrients. And also just with like other like bird and environmental toxins, such as lack of sunlight, you know, we're all like inside all the time staring at our phones and chronic stress, this can lead to higher nutrient needs based on how our body responds to these environmental toxins. Yeah. And also the science around things like the result of genetic modifications, environmental toxins, et cetera, is very new research. So it does kind of sound like that woo woo hippie you know, lefty research when someone says something like, oh, you know, the soil's depleted. Necessarily, there isn't a lot of scientific research. It's a very new area. But Emma and I find that it is beneficial to think about where your food is coming from, thinking about other ways that you can be preventing or just taking better considerations of your health, which is why I think we have gotten involved in the supplement sphere, uh, basically. So as a precursor, I would say where to start if you want to be very serious and diligent, which I think everyone should, I think you should get a blood test. Um, When I was coming out of eating disorder recovery, that was when I first started to realize like where I had nutritional gaps. I wasn't vegan at the time, but my bone health was a severe issue. I was becoming anemic. And so like iron and magnesium were certain places where I wanted to focus. Now we will say with this that I would say to kind of weasel out one health concern you're looking at, right? Like if you're going to take a supplement for athletic performance and gut inflammation and anxiety and depression, and you're going to take 20 things at once, it's like adding shit to a potion. There's so many things. And I would say try to attack one health concern at a time. So you can actually take like a single supplement for maybe two weeks or a month, start to notice if you're feeling uh, your body is reacting to it and you feel different. Um, So that was like a a big place to start. I think you need to know you're not just like shooting, you know, arrows in the dark. You need to actually look at a targeted concern you have. Totally. And then from there, I would say food first, right? Like if you are eating like GMO processed food, if you're eating a lot of uh, highly processed food, high in sugar, oil, fat, you need to look at your diet first because you could be taking supplements for things like vitamin C when in reality you could be eating oranges. Uh, There's a lot of nutrients that you're probably getting through your diet. If you are eating what we consider to be more of like a healthy plant-based diet, us adults typically get enough calcium in your diets. If you're vegan and you're drinking almond milk, you're probably reaching that. You probably get enough vitamin C. So there's certain areas where you probably don't need to take a pill Um, You could take foods high in iron versus taking a pill, but then other things you're not going to be able to absorb in food alone. Um, The last sort of like weird, I think, not weird thing, but thing that I often think about in my relationship to food as being someone who's interested in politics and the politics of deregulation is that America specifically has a lack of regulation. Um, This is my political stunt, so you can like fast forward this if you don't care, but After this 1970s and kind of the Reagan revolution, there has been a politics of deregulation combined with neoliberalism, which has created a space so people do not have a a high amount of trust in government. We are all sort of isolated in our individual action to weed through the marketplace. And you're taking things at your own risk when it comes to supplement. Most things are not regulated by the FDA because the regulations have reached such a low threshold. 
Um, there could be, I mean, the, the political answer to this is there could be a possible regulation through something like the FDA, the USDA, or the U.S. Cons Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. There is a little bit of a pushback on the Republican side and conservative side to creating more regulations around food, right? Like when nut milk entered the market, Ted Cruz went on the Senate floor and was talking about how almond milk shouldn't be considered milk. And it's kind of, you know, it fits into the liberal trope that we're all just eating tofu and like living in hippie wonderland. So I'm interested to see if there would be any political will to create stronger regulations around the supplement and vitamin industry, because consumers right now are being letting us being led astray to make these decisions for themselves. Some things that I consider when I'm looking at supplements is if there are scientists involved in the process, if there's some sort of advisory board, if it's also reaching international standards, which could be at a higher threshold. Um, a lot of countries do this better than the United States, surprisingly. And one thing I think about in relation to how fresh my supplements are is, has it been sitting on a shelf for 10 years in the back somewhere? Like, do I want, just thinking about that ethically, do I want to put that in my body if it's been sitting inside of a drugstore for years? There are a lot of new products that are coming to, out to be shipped on a monthly cycle, so your supplements are more fresh. There are also a few supplements that are, asking the consumer to submit a blood sample so they can assess where you are actually nutritionally deficient. Because if you're just taking extra supplements for things you're not nutritionally deficient in, that's like pretty pointless and pretty pointless for your dollar as well. So there's different certifications. I do think that politically I'm interested in like, Right now, there's a lot of buzz around the wellness industry, which seems kind of annoying and toxic. And like, there's everyone has their own, you know, de-stress pill that you could take. And so as a consumer myself, I'm like, which one do I take? I go in the vitamin C aisle of a supplement store or vitamin D, and I'm like, okay, there's 70. How do I even know which one yeah. to take? It's all scientific jargon. There's a bunch of different, like, um, you know, symbols on there to make me feel as a consumer, like I'm being protected by this product. But the one thing that's good about that is, right, like, there's a lot of money. This is kind of <laughs> my capitalist pitch there's a lot of money being thrown into the wellness industry. When there's going to be more money, there's going to be more attention by politicians to look at that industry. So maybe in the next 10 years, I don't know. Politics is one thing, but that's sort of like where I think the best sort of supplement vitamin mineral possibility could be in the future. Totally. Yeah. And then, you know, you can also just check if the brand has like any sort of certificate of analysis. Um, these are typically awarded by independent third party companies. Uh, there's one called NSF International. They're like the leading organization in providing criterions for public health and safety standards. I know Jara Formula, which is a pretty well-known uh, supplement brand. They have this. And then also like the non-GMO label, because a lot of supplements can have shady filler ingredients mm -hmm. and can have like extra like added filler, sugars, and any like weird dyes. I know I have come across like some doctors being like, take this pill or whatever. And I go and look at the ingredients and has yellow lakes yellow six lake or whatever yeah. and it's like i don't even know what that is or what that could do red 27 body. into the veins baby <laughs> yeah it's like and you don't know what that could do to you like long term so totally definitely just like looking for like that or yeah if it's like organic um and then another thing I, I think we got asked a lot about supplements um I, you know i'm kind of a freak for analytics when i was coming to our podcast uh we are at that four percent threshold of men listening to our podcast which is kind of the zone where i want to keep it honestly <laughs> but we have a lot of younger women that are kind of in college or just moving out of the home or thinking about the financial side of supplements right like some people have the money to spend have a supplement budget where it's so much a month 
but kind of the, I guess, the framework of how I think about supplements. It does seem really expensive to go out and buy, let's think about food, like a $6 latte every single day or a $10 green juice every single day. So it might be expensive to think like, oh my gosh, I'm going to spend $40 on this jar, a greens powder, like spirulina or a mushroom extract, like cordyceps. Like that seems like a lot of money. But if these have 40 servings in a day, that's a dollar a day that you're spending, right? Like, I think there's a lot of ways to make supplements work if you are very specific and like budget oriented towards it. It is also difficult too, right? Because there are, within the supplement world, if you're looking at a vitamin C supplement, let's say, there are going to be like $6 products and then there's going to be $96 products. And so that's an area as well that's really hard to navigate. I think that has to be a personal decision, obviously, with finances and what you're willing to spend for certain results. And one thing that I think like how to know if a supplement is working for you, I think Emma and I are also in that boat where we're taking certain stuff. It's been two like, weeks and we're yeah. like, I don't feel anything. Uh, it's really difficult to know if a supplement is working for you, right? Like, external stressors in your life could vary that digestion is so individual. I would just say try things out for two weeks to a month, take it a consistent time of day. That is one thing that I have been trying to be better out and better at in relation to CBD. Like if you're just taking drops throughout the day at random times, you're not going to know the benefit of it. Um, And then once again, like don't add a thousand things at once, just stick to a few supplements that are in tangent to the nutritional gaps. For sure. Uh, So yeah, I think we can kind of then now go into just like beginner things. These are kind of like, you know, things you can get directly from foods. So a lot of people were asking us about like chia seeds, flax seeds, Brazil nuts, all this like different seeds, because like you hear a lot about that. Especially as a vegan, yeah. Yeah. Um, So one thing that we also got asked about was like kind of like hormonal balance. Uh, Mm -hmm. This is something that may or may not help there's not much science behind it but it's called seed cycling and so basically what this is supposed to do is like help with balancing and regulating hormones because there's many hormonal variations in estrogen and progesterone that can influence menstrual cycle and cause different symptoms Mm -hmm. and so basically the concept behind this is like a diet supplementation of pumpkin flax sesame and sunflower and you consume these different seeds during different parts of your uh phase so phase one is the follicular, follicular phase, and this is the first day of your period until the day right before your ovulation. And during this phase, you'll eat like a tablespoon of ground pumpkin and flax. And this is believed to support the estrogen dominant phase. Um, the phytoestrogens and the flaxseed increase and decrease estrogen levels as needed. And then the zinc and pumpkin and the pumpkin seeds promotes progesterone production and preparation for the next cycle. And so then in phase two, which is your luteal phase, this would be the first day of your ovulation until the day right before you get your period. And, and here you would eat one tablespoon of ground sunflower and sesame seeds. The polyphenol and sesame is supposed to inhibit estrogen levels from increasing too much. And then the vitamin E in the sunflower is to help boost the progesterone levels. Again, this is like kind of a very like simple, like easy thing that you can kind of implement into your life. I know there's even brands called like Phasey who like sell these seed cycling mm-hmm. mixes. Again, like you may not experience like significant changes, but if you are like looking to maybe, if you like are a little afraid of like incorporating like actual supplements, this is like an easy way just to like incorporate like different foods, seeds, seeds and nuts into your daily diet. And like like speaking, speaking on that point, I think Emma and I obviously with the past of eating disorders, uh, getting Mm -hmm. back our period was a huge health marker for us. And I think dietary fats are a huge 
benefit. Mm -hmm. Um, I specifically Mm -hmm. noticed when I started increasing my fat intake, not necessarily doing seed cycling per se, but just eating more of these chia seeds, flax seeds in my diet. I'm not going to advise that that's going to help you get your period back, but women do need a higher dietary fat amount than men do. And if you are too low, it is not going to help your hormones. So I think generally, if you're like not willing to commit to like every single week, being cautious of what fats you're eating, incorporating more omega-3s and omega-6, because those are the essential fatty acids that have to be obtained in your diet because your body can't make them alone. Yeah. Um, So omega-3 is something that will lower cholesterol, fight inflammation, insulin sensitivity, Omega-6 will help with the metabolism, brain function, skin, hair growth. So you can get these through chia seeds, flax seeds, and walnuts. They're very easy ways um, without taking a supplement, right? Like mm-hmm. spending money on a pill for a vitamin, for an mm-hmm. omega-6 or omega-3. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another thing that people were asking about was like apple cider vinegar. Um, you Love you, brags. Like, <laughs> because people, all, like, I feel like people are always seeing girls like being like, I drink apple cider vinegar water in the morning, yada, yada, yada. But like, what does it do? Yeah. Um, so... In apple cider vinegar, if it has, definitely purchase one that has the mother. We definitely, totally. huge Bragg, Bragg's fan over here. We love Bragg's. Um, um, so, like, the mother is what contains the proteins, enzymes, and gut-friendly bacteria. And this is kind of what is believed to have, provide the most, like, benefits when you consume apple cider vinegar. Um, and basically, it just helps with, like, digestion and bloating. And you can even apply it externally to promote better skin. I have, like, terrible hormonal acne on my chin right now. And so... I like to take a little bit of like apple cider vinegar and just kind of like apply it on those areas like morning and night after like I have washed my face as a toner. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've yeah, also just- I've also seen a lot of skincare products in their toner. They will have some sort of vinegar. Uh, yeah. Coco Kind has a toner that I'm using right now, and I think it's a raspberry vinegar blend. Okay. So that could be something to look for if you're experiencing hormonal acne or redness totally. or anything with irritation. But, and obviously, like apple cider vinegar the taste you know some people love it some don't but there are there is a brand called goalie um i'm sure you have probably potentially seen them like on instagram i know they sell it they're sold at target but they're little apple cider vinegar gummies so you can still kind of get the same effects without having to actually drink the apple cider vinegar if you don't love the taste and i've been taking them i take one gummy a day and i do kind of enjoy it um so that is another option totally the next section is probiotics, which is a large mm-hmm. section. I think Emma and I will do a separate episode on this because there is yeah. a lot of buzz, rightly so. I think probiotics are a huge health, or I guess area of health that I'm very interested in as a consumer. Uh, so mm-hmm. what is the gut microbiome? <laughs> We're making memes about this and people are like, <laughs> what the hell are you guys talking about? Basically, this means healthy gut balance. So when you think about all the organs in your body, the gut is something that's going to maintain regularity, help with IBS, bloating, diarrhea. The bacteria in your gut is going to be the main area where you help break down your food. Uh, There are about 38 trillion microorganisms in your butt, in your gut, in your butt, in your gut. (laughs) Nice one. one. And the majority of the bacteria in your body, it it lives on your body, in your body, but most of it will be in your gastrointestinal tract. Difficult word for me. Uh, So the one thing we got asked a lot is how to find a probiotic. Should I be taking multiple strains? Should I swap my probiotic? Whoever asked that, uh, big health, like you get an A plus on that because that's like a, a advanced question to ask. So with probiotics, you want to take as many strains as possible. You're going to be, we all have different natural gut bacteria, uh, just because we have not different DNA. Thus, you're going to be benefiting from taking as much diversity in your probiotic as you can. Your microbiome is going to be unique to you. So there's a difference between prebiotics and probiotics. 
So foods like artichoke, garlic, asparagus, onions are going to be the prebiotic that is basically before digestion. And there's also sodas like the brand Olipop, which I really love that will, you could, I always drink it with my meals as a way to help support that gut bacteria before you are adding food to your diet. Uh, mm-hmm. And then probiotics are going to be dealing with the actual digestion of what you are eating. So a few of you guys asked for a good probiotic. Uh, there are a lot on the market. One that I have stuck with, uh, I've used it for over three-ish years now. It's called Seed. You've probably seen them on Instagram. The reason that I love Seed is because it is a pre and probiotic. So you are getting both in their pill form. Seed is a really awesome company. They have a lot of informational resources. They are doing a lot of like research about the gut microbiome because they find it to be a huge area Uh, If we tap into it, we could find out a lot about how the human body works. They ship it on a monthly basis, which is great. Uh, As me as a consumer, it's helpful to know that it's not going to be sitting, you know, in your Walgreens for like 12 years, and then you're putting that in your body. And it has a multi-species formulation. So it has 24 different strands of a probiotic, which is very helpful. And it's sustainably delivered for everyone who's a sustainable nut like Emma and I. They have compostable packaging and they actually have this sort of uh, um, like those packing peanuts, but it dissolves in water. So it's not contributing to any waste. Um, Another probiotic tip is to not buy the ones that are in the refrigerator section. They should be shelf stable. So the good bacteria is going to have to survive the process of getting manufactured in the lab, getting shipped to you and finally ingested. So if all that live bacteria requires refrigeration, you might, the bacteria might've died, let's say when it was on the truck to your vitamin store, if that makes any sense. So always look for something that is going to be available to be in your pantry shelf. Um, so it can help make the bacteria once it enters your intestine and then food from the, uh, probiotics, you can get it in coconut yogurt, sauerkraut, kombucha, kimchi, natto is a weird one, which I love, which is fermented soybeans. So there's a lot of food alternatives. I'm sure people have gotten shit ton of marketing about probiotics. So it's kind of a buzzy wellness thing. Yeah. And I don't personally, I have not actually taken like a probiotic, uh, supplement yet, but I pretty much only consume or get my probiotics through food. So totally. And yeah, it's been working for me. So I mean, you can kind of go either way, or you can do both. It's really, again, just kind of up to you and what you think is best for you and what you can like afford at the moment. Totally. And the next brand that I have been like wholesome taking for a long time, which I actually feel like I've reaped the benefits from is everyone asks about multivitamins. I take the brand Ritual. Once again, I've been taking them for over two years now. The reason that I found the brand and was very compelled to take the brand is because they have nine essential nutrients that they have targeted for women. I think I've spoken about this on my Instagram before, but they've run clinical trials on women. When you're thinking about supplements, most of these supplements and even diets, right? Like all of the buzz around intermittent fasting and ketosis have only been tested on men, but then when you present it in an article that you're reading on the internet or even you know some claims that influencers make this information is not being tested on women so if you are a woman going to go down these diets or take these supplements you don't even know the benefits it's going to have on you um and so that's kind of another thing to think about when you're thinking to purchase a product looking at has this been researched are there any clinical trials are they listening to like what doctors and scientists have to say ritual does a great job of laying out the science on their page i won't get into it that much but there's these nine essential nutrients including things like b12 and d3 omega-3 which i was already looking to take when i went vegan so it really fit a lot of the nutritional gaps that i was going for so they're a great alternative if you are vegan it's another brand that is shipped on a monthly cycle so are you getting fresh vitamins. Um, They have compostable packaging as well. 
So that is like a area that was helpful for me to have a nutri a multivitamin that encompasses a lot of the other things I wanted to supplement for. So the next nutrient is B12. Um, vegans, you're going to have a higher risk of deficiency because you're not eating meat, which you can naturally get B12 from vegetarians as well. Some foods you can get B12 from are going to be these like kind of seaweedy foods. So that would be nori, spirulina, chlorella, which are two greens powders and nutritional yeast is a big one. The girlies mm. love nutritional yeast. We love, love, love. Um, you can take B these B12 fortified foods, or you can also take a B12 supplement. Plant milks are also another uh, way to get B12 in and plant milks will also help you get vitamin D3. Vitamin D3 is really important if you're not getting reg regular sun exposure. Um, now that the sunset <laughs> is ruining <laughs> like my life, yep. it is also ruining my vitamin D3 count. <laughs> um, so that could be another area to supplement. Iron is one that you can also get through diet. I was low in iron when I had my eating disorder. And so I started to incorporate things like tofu, legumes, spinach. If it's low, you can lead to anemia. So that's something to keep in check. But the girlies yeah. should get their blood checked first. Um, so overall, I would say the plant-based essentials are probably B12, vitamin D, a probiotic or consume probiotic rich foods, and then getting those omega-3s and omega-6s. Totally, totally. So now we're going to get into the moderately advanced section. <laughs> uh, the first, we got a lot of questions. We already spoke a little bit about hormonal balance, but anti-stress, um, you know, us girlies are stressed all the time like, about literally all the nothing. Time. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> we, make, we make up like scenarios in our head and then our yeah we just start spinning let's just spiral so some products to uh, address the spiraling cbd and adaptogens have been my main eastern medicine that i have been taking to address stress once again this is going to be individual to you your lifestyle what you can afford what you're looking for i'll speak to a little bit my experience with adaptogens i think i said in the first pod um i was on Depression, depression and anxiety medication uh, prescribed for my doctor in high school. I didn't really have any experience of like weight gain or acne that some people experience from taking these medications, but I wanted to not take these basically. I wanted to see if there were going to be herbal remedies that could help solve the same problem that wouldn't be me taking a pill with all of these weird fillers, like we were saying before, like it was taking like Red Lake 79,000. I was like, okay, I don't know what this is. <laughs> So adaptogens are basically, I've talked about them a lot. I think they're a cool area of health that is now, like a lot of brands are incorporating them, whether or not yeah. they're solely an adaptogen brand. It's going mm -hmm. to support the body's natural ability to deal with stress. The way that I have been describing it to people is that if you think of your body on sort of like a straight line, and let's say you get really stressed, so there's like an increase in your cortisol, you go up. And then the roller coaster, you're depressed, you go down. Adaptogens are going to get you back to that middle line, the central line, where if you're having a really stressful day, you'll take something to cool down. If you're really depressed, you could take something to like boost your spirit and immunity. So there are different, there's a few ways to look at this. You could take it in a pill or a powder form. I used to take an ashwagandha pill before bed, and I found that really helped me calm down. Also, you could add it to coffee. So if coffee makes you really jittery, I used to not drink coffee. I recently incorporated it in my diet like a year ago because I really like the taste. But for me, I was reacting to the caffeine a lot. And so I would take it half coffee, half adaptogens with hot water and blend it together. You kind of get that mushroomy, maybe nutty taste. So if you do like those more earthy tones, it could be like a fun thing to add to your coffee. You could also just take like a tonic, which I think we kind of talk about. Maybe Emma and I, we're going to do a tonic talk soon. Yes. 
Uh, but that's another way to take it. I really like taking it a powder because I feel like I'm more conscious than just like swallowing mm-hmm. a pill uh, mm-hmm. to get to like sit with it and enjoy it. The main, I guess, adaptogens that I have found helpful, there's a shit ton that you could look at. There's lion's mane, there's cordyceps, there's reishi, there's chaga, there's mucuna, there's lucuma. Like you could go down a rabbit hole. Ashwagandha has been my best one to take for stress yeah me as well uh whether that be incorporating it in like a midday drink I normally get kind of that anxiety around 2 p.m and that's when I make a drink to like chill out basically um pill form before bed has also helped me in the past cordyceps is a great one for energy and stamina so if you are looking for something to help boost athletic performance this could be one to look to reishi is like the overall healing mushroom so is chaga they're kind of like the king healers and if you want to look into a few brands that are interest or that make adaptogens, there are brands like Moon Juice, which Emma and I talk about a lot. Wild One makes single sachets. Sun Potion also makes the extract. So if you are very confident in like which specific adaptogen you want to take, like let's say I want to take Reishi every single day and see if that does the work, go to Sun Potion. I would say. Also, a brand called Rainbow Mushrooms makes uh, tinctures, which are really exciting to see. So you could like put that under the tongue or add it to your coffee again in a liquid form. But if yeah. one thing that could be easy, although it is a lot of like marketing, right? Like I'm going to make fun of like moon juice sex dust or like the spirit <laughs> dust or like, you know, I'll take a, 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 um, a hot cocoa and then I'll add some moon juice brain dust before I log on to Zoom and talk about dumb stuff for school. Like, yeah, it's like funny and corny marketing, but it could be helpful if you don't want to go down the rabbit hole of like looking at which, which um, mushroom to take, right? Like if you just want a blend of like, let's say seven different adaptogens that are targeted towards a health concern, it might be more beneficial to look at the blends versus just looking at taking tocos and reishi and all of them as single compounds, if that makes sense. Yeah. So another thing is turmeric. I'm sure, you know, you have seen all the golden milk lattes from like Erwan on your Instagram stories. Uh, But turmeric's actually really good for you. It has a lot of anti-inflammation properties. And Mm -hmm. again, you can either just take, you know, actually just use the turmeric powder. I take uh, a curcumin. I take it in pill form because I like hate the taste of turmeric. Um, (laughs) But just another thing to keep in mind is when you do consume turmeric, make sure you just use black pepper. Mm-hmm. as it helps with like the absorption of all like the benefits. And I would say most of the, the, most of the sort of wellness lattes are smart enough to have black pepper yeah. in their blend. Yeah. Gold is a great, great brand to use for turmeric as well. Uh, another f- nutrient that I really enjoy, I know some people do not like the taste of seaweed foods, but dulse flakes or nori flakes. So that's going to be like the seaweed wrapper that you get with sushi. There's, mm-hmm. you know, different kind of like salt blends that you could put on top of salads it's great in iodine which will help with a healthy thyroid function which will keep your metabolism regular if you're also looking to supplement iodine you can just make sure your salt is iodized um but i really enjoy like the taste of that like seaweedy food and it's always fun to add to like different salads or whatever you're cooking up so now we get to talk about our favorite favorite supplement, probably. Magnesium. Hey, yo, <laughs> big magnesium. Oh, yeah. The girlies yeah. love. We love our magnesium. Um, you, yeah, natural vitality. Bless your soul. We love you guys. Love um, you guys so much. But yeah, so magnesium is actually super big. Um, because basically your body releases magnesium whenever it experiences stress, and I'm sure everyone, especially the shit show that was 2020 your stress has been like insane True. and so it's really important to um to replenish these 
magnesium levels and you can either take it in powder or pill form one brand again that we really love is natural vitality love you guys um, i take i take it both in powder and pill form and there's many different like types or like strains i guess of like magnesium yeah. <laughs> but so there's carb or uh, magnesium carbonate and this one mainly will help with like what's constipation because it will like pull water into the intestines to make bowel movements softer um i drink the watermelon flavor there's also like raspberry lemon there's like strawberry mango and choose your fighter i I bought one that was um apple cinnamon (laughs) i don't know if i would recommend it i do believe in the watermelon calm uh supremacy basically she's delicious um but yeah i i think they i think yeah i typically take and you can uh up your dosage based on like how much stress you're experience and also if you're a very like active person who works out a lot you're going to maybe need more magnesium so again it's just going to depend on each person's like lifestyle but I usually have at least like two glasses throughout the day and then right before bed I take two magnesium glycinate pills and so glycinate is used to improve sleep and also has like a calming effect to reduce insomnia and anxiety I have definitely seen actually like incredible improvement in my sleep same from these uh pills especially like once like quarantine and like COVID hit I had like terrible insomnia just like wasn't sleeping really well I was like I was just very restless at night and I definitely have noticed that taking these two pills right before bed I have like a much better like sound sleep like I don't wake up in the middle of the night as much so yeah I have um, been taking yeah magnesium in the powder form which you mix with water for yeah. like every night, probably I would say like 9 p.m. I'm knocked out by 10:30. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've also been experimenting a little bit with like taking taking different CBD tinctures in conjunction with magnesium, but I would say that magnesium has done much more for me than CBD has in the sleep realm. I used to take really? melatonin. I wasn't find finding as much of a release as I was from magnesium. So if you're looking for a supplement that is like a really beneficial one, I would say magnesium is a great place to start because it has many benefits. Uh, and a lot of things like if you have elevated cortisol levels, which is your stress hormone for the entire day, that's going to affect the more macro factors. Like, are you able to digest your food? Are you going to feel full and satiated? Are you going to have energy throughout the day? So if you don't get stress under control, everything else is going to kind of like go away basically so that's like a way and a way that magnesium is really important and stands out for both emma and i mm-hmm. the next section uh these are kind of like extras that if you are really interested in thinking about vegetables fruit consumption health wellness quote those buzzwords a greens powder might be a great way i have taken a greens powder in some form for a few years now there are a lot of you know uh, multi-greens powders, which will have like spirulina, chlorella, barley grass powder. Uh, so it doesn't really, you know, matter which one you are taking. But for me, this is something that's going to help save money, right? Like also people who have maybe digestive issues with consuming so many raw cruciferous vegetables. Like if you have a tough time, like digesting that kale salad or the broccoli or the arugula or the cauliflower, a greens powder might be a way to get the nutritional benefits of getting all your greens in in the day without like having to stomach a bowl of salad when you have like 20 minutes like on the go or something. Uh, 
So it helps save money down the line, right? Like if you're going to go out and buy a $12 juice, which I never do, or if you're just going to take a tablespoon of a green powder and drink it in the morning with maybe like a splash of lemon or apple cider vinegar. That's kind of how I treat treat it in the morning. Another thing that can be great for getting the greens in are microgreens. So these are going to be things like broccoli sprouts, alfalfa sprouts. If you ever go to, I don't know, maybe some restaurants like with sandwiches and they have a little spicy microgreen on it. Uh, super good for you. Uh, taking broccoli sprouts will actually have more nutrients than eating broccoli, for example, because it is a, um, the compound of the sprout has a lot more like nutrients absorbed in it than the broccoli does. So fun little nutritional fact for the girlies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then if you're thinking about like, I don't really get sick a lot. Um, I don't think I have Neither. had to take any sort of like NyQuil-esque product years but there are like some new brands that are coming out to address you know those with allergies those with upset stomachs those with tension issues um Hilma is a great one they have these vitamin c packets which kind of mimic that like I don't even know what the brand is oh my god it just starts with like an O. It's like oscillium or something. I don't know. I always no. That's the healthy one. I'm thinking of like the normal oh, okay. vitamin oh, C. Oh, emergency, emergency. Oh my god, yeah. We were a big emergency family back in the day. Oh yeah. I think they still are. Yeah. So emergency be out there. It has a lot of those weird like fillers and sugars and gums and yeah. stuff. So yeah. Hilma has created a vitamin C packet that is the same concept. You rip it open. You pour it in with some water. It's a nice immunity beverage. Um, they also have things like stomach ache pills, tension relief pills, but I just like the way that they are moving on the health market to kind of address some things that people use through Western medicine and thinking about the fact that maybe we don't need to put so much of this like kind of garbage in our body. Um, So big Hilma fans over here on the pod. Another one is protein powder. Um, Emma and I have both taken it as a vegan. It is not necessary. I went years without taking one, but same. We it's only really been like I feel like a year or two for us yeah. that we started really considering it. Yeah, it, it's just nice if you are someone once again that doesn't want to sit and like chew blocks of tofu for a living. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, a lot of the protein powders also have a plethora of amino acids, which we don't need to get into on the pod. That's kind of like deep nerd shit. We have already yeah. gotten pretty nerdy already. But um, just another way to make sure that you're getting complex nutrition nutrition when you are eating protein, especially as a vegan. So some brands we love, I love the Moon Juice Protein, the Blue Beauty Adaptogenic Protein, because once again, you're paying for the protein powder and then also getting the adaptogens in it. Mm-hmm. Another fan fave is, um, I don't know how to pronounce it, Emma? It's like Nuzest or Nuzest. Nuzest, um, Nuzest. It's like, yeah, it's like N-U-Z-E-S-T is how you spell it. Um, yeah, I have the vanilla one incredible yeah very good it's like really easy to digest and I think it's mainly just it's it's made from the pea protein I believe um yeah and I think it has like all the nine essential amino acids like we said we're not gonna get into that um I've also have tried other brands like Aloha uh there's a lot of different brands on the market but I think just like the cleaner like the ingredient list if there's not like all like the weird additive stuff totally um definitely like the best um so yeah that could just be something nice to add especially if you are I think that I would have been beneficial if I had a protein powder early in the vegan days I agree I agree. because uh, otherwise like ugh, there's just like a lot of ways that you're only eating carbs and I, I know that I wasn't eating enough fat so like eating a balanced vegan diet is something that like would have definitely solved my eating disorder not solved but like you know filled in the nutritional gaps mm-hmm. I needed to recover mm-hmm. 
health wise. Yeah. And also like, if you're not a big bean person like me, yeah. um, yeah, it's just like an easy way to get a little dose of protein, a little dose, um, a little sprinkle. For yeah. The so now we get a, we'll kind of talk about some like advanced and, or like, just like kind of random supplements. That <laughs> the document have. says advanced and or stupid, <laughs> Emma. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, um, so CMOS. Whoa, um, what the fuck is CMOS, girl? Okay, so it's like a type of algae. And I was just seeing all these like mason jars in my local health store. Westerly um, is like the one that I frequent a lot. And Shout out Westerly. Like, yeah, they just, there were just, it was just, yeah, it was like good health CMOS. Emma walks into the like, health store and is staring at her for a month straight. And she has yeah, and I'm a like, beast. I'm like, goes, you know what? I'm like, what the fuck is this like gelatinous goop? So it literally is goop. <laughs> um. But no, I mean, CMOS is kind of cool. And it has like 92 of the 102 minerals and it can promote healthy skins as like collagen, sulfur, and zinc. Um, it's like a really good thickening agent. You can put it into your smoothies to thicken it up. Um, you can get like really freaky in the kitchen. And, you know, if you're like making pasta and, um, you know, and you forget like to save the liquid gold to like thicken your sauce, you know, you can just whip out your CMOS shell toss that gelatinous uh, goop into your uh, I am going to interject and saying on the record I have never fucking thought of doing okay. that or have done okay, that I'm hey okay I'm not gonna I'm not gonna see whether I have or have not done that that is classified information but I'm just saying like, this is something that you could you could technically do like once we I'm, create a patreon we're just going to have Emma eating a jar of sea moss and see what happens to her you know I'm just saying you there's more you can do a lot with it other than just thickening up your protein shakes in the morning yeah it's it's a really funky one like I feel like I am on a different planet I also feel like I am an alien when I'm eating it uh so it's a kind of cool you know like identity thing to roll through like you know spiritually like wow I think that I am an actual alien from Mars when I eat this goop <laughs> I'm kind, of, I'm kind of, I'm kind of, I'm kind of insane in the sense that I eat my CMOS raw. I'll just, you know, eat it literally by the spoon and then chug down some water. Uh, you're yeah, probably supposed to that's mix a, it that's, a, that's a normal thing to do. That's a total normal thing. You know, some people wake up and they're like dreading their life. Uh, you know, they're, I don't even know what people do in the morning because I think I'm so akin are to Are you that. saying, are you saying you don't dread your life? <laughs> you know, the CMOS gets me away from that. Um, it, it makes me void. feel fills the void. Yeah, it makes me feel like I could go change the world one day. <laughs> um, I don't know. Maybe that's kind of the key to becoming the next president. My presidential platform will be running on CMOS to CMOS for all. CMOS for all <laughs> would have honestly like Bernie should have run on Ashwagandha for all. He would have won. Um, that's my hot take from the presidential primary, which I will <laughs> shove back away now. <laughs> um, <laughs> The next ones that Emma and I have gone down the rabbit hole of, I realized actually that moon juice is magnesium powder, which they call magnesium, which I think is fun. <laughs> you know, they have fun little, there's just like a berry flavor. If you're looking for that mixed berry, if you want some magnesium, hit up moon juice. Um, they have actually L-glutamine as an ingredient in their magnesium. And what this does, it's going to provide that muscle relaxation. So this is the supplement that is going to be targeted towards athletic performance, so when I'm not taking my moon juice magnesium, because I normally take the calm one because I love some watermelon, I will supplement with either glutathione or L-glutamine. This is some like advanced weirdo shit. Um, yeah. Don't necessarily know if I have been reaping the benefits yet. I've been doing it for about like two months now. 
but yeah, I take I take the L-glutamine like I take it in pill form I got it off of Thrive Market um Thrive Market actually is like another great place to look for supplements bro um, yeah we need to be sponsored but, by Thrive they got a lot of the stuff for the health girlies oh yeah oh yeah and yeah so I take their brand of the L-glutamine and they recommend to take it like on an empty stomach and I always since I typically work out in the morning I take it right before my breakfast and I definitely have noticed like after you know lifting weights or just like doing intense cardio stuff it definitely helps with like relaxing the body before I like fuel with like my oats and yeah Emma looks the mirror and she just is a bodybuilder after <laughs> yep <laughs> um the next one that kate uh, i mentioned in the last pod i got a dm saying what is that psyllium husks <laughs> form of fiber i saw it one time at my local health store and it kind of had flashy advertising and i was like hmm, this may be snake oil but why not treat myself for my birthday to some fresh psyllium husks uh <laughs> Great, great way to ring in uh, 2020, 22. Yeah, 22, straight to psyllium husks, and you are then now 80 years old as a grandmother. But um, there's also a lot of ways to bake with psyllium husks, so it kind of gets a gelatinous feel to it. So I add it to my oats to kind of thicken it. Uh, and so it is like a, a form of dietary fiber, but there's a lot of funky ways that TBD I might try, because you can make like bread and crackers out of it. So who knows? Yeah. Um, I don't really like to cook. So I am interested in food. Uh, maybe I'll cook something crazy and it won't bake. Because I that's what I would expect. Emma, and we'll get into baking later, but Emma and I, yeah. we try to not follow recipes ever, and then every single time we're shocked when it doesn't work. Yeah, it's we have mostly failures. Big failures. Um, the next winner in our book is blackstrap molasses. If you're looking to get that iron in. It's yeah, like, iron. I think it also has like a decent amount of like magnesium too. If yeah, I'm it's the cure all. My dad actually, it's actually delicious. I put it on like my oatmeal and everything. It kind of has reminds me of like licorice almost. Yeah. Um, my dad Facetimes me the other day and he's like, "Oh yeah, have you heard of like blackstrap molasses before?" I'm like, "Yeah, I've been consuming that since like freshman year of college." He's like, <sighs> "Yeah, like I just bought it. Like I'm gonna start like drinking it with like apple cider vinegar. Like I heard it's like really good for you." Dad, come um, on the pod. Yeah, literally, John Rupke, come on, come on to the pod. So, you know, if you are trying to, you know, connect with your father, you want, want a little father daughter bonding moment, stocking stuffer, bottle, bottle of blackstrap molasses, baby. You know, you can have, you can have, like, you can have like a little blackstrap molasses tonic with your dad and like chat about life. Yeah, a nice. It, I mean, it is a, a holiday flavor, right? Like, it gives you the molasses mm-hmm. cookie gingerbread thing. I've yeah. made a failed, um, a failed <laughs> date gingerbread situation with the blackstrap. It didn't bake, but you know, the yeah. batter tasted great. That's all, that's all you can ask for. I also use it as a sweetener in whenever I make chia seed jam. So that's another yeah. place to put it. Um, the next one, big tocos. Emma, want to speak? Yes. Yeah. So tocos, it actually, it's really high in vitamin E, which is good for like hair and skin. Um, I've been taking tocos for a while. I have a few brands that are really good. Obviously, Sun Potion has tocos. They got a big um, old I'm sack. Pretty- yeah, I have the Mood Belly brand, which is another, uh, like, adaptogen We love Mood brand. Belly on the pod. Yes. And so it actually has, like, a really creamy flavor. And so it's really, really good to put into your coffee. So I do a scoop of that and then a little bit of, like, vegan coffee creamer. And I, like, froth it up. And it's really, really good. And I actually have seen, like, great improvement in my skin. It definitely looks a lot more glowy. Indeed. My and, nails be popping. Yeah. my The nails, yeah, better than ever. Um. And then I know uh, Moon Juice also has a Tocos that I have also tried before. Um, yeah. So I have personally seen the benefits of Tocos. It can be a little bit expensive, but again, I I personally enjoy it. And that's why like I keep on buying it. Indeed. 
Wow, look at that. Uh, two nerds. Uh, we did it, baby. Uh, that's kind of the supplement it. rundown. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll get some other questions, which we'll be sure to answer in the DMs if you have any follow-ups, any brand suggestions. Yeah. We'll do some tagging on the Instagram stories of places to mm-hmm. look. Um, mm-hmm. Overall, some real-ass resources of people who know what they're doing. Um, Dr. Mark Hyman is a god sent from above. We love him. Uh, he has his own podcast called The Doctor's Pharmacy, where he interviews people that actually know what they're doing. Uh, so that could be sick. Um, Mind Body Green is another great one. They got a lot of fun articles kind of talking about the newest buzzy things in wellness. So I think that's a great place mm-hmm. to look. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a specific psycho named Stephen Cabral as <laughs> a podcast. Um, I haven't Cabral listened to it in decades, that. but I just remember he goes really deep into like thinking about like glutathione. So like, if you want to get yeah. super, super nerd, maybe hit him up. Yeah. And you, and he talks so fast. You don't have to put your podcast on to like, you know, the two times yeah. speed or whatever. He, he'd be talking. And like, I'm pretty sure he's like walking on the treadmill as he's potting, which is like, honestly goals. Oh, maybe I'm going to get fucking treadmills. <laughs> Oh my god. I'm gonna go with a neg. You know, we can city bike. I've gotten open to that. Hey. We're gonna revel one day. Don't worry, guys. (laughs) Um, well, with that, I think we're done potting, babe. Like, what else are you gonna do today? Uh, I'm gonna go jump some rope. I'm gonna be a gym rat at the Planet Fitness. Yeah, you know, Um, usual routine. Usual routine. Um, I'm all out of oats, so I gotta go... Gotta go to the bulk section and fill up my sack of oats and swing it around on the street. Yeah, um, don't hit any strangers. I'll try not to. No promises, though. Um, and, but, you know, and make, oh, hey, we gotta. We, I we also are now meme creators. Yeah, follow the meme page. Yeah, at Voice Memo Girls. So you know, I'm gonna be in the studio whipping up some really <sighs> iconic, hilarious memes that no one will understand other than you and I. Yeah, but if you wanna get into the all the cool girlies are drinking watermelon called magnesium. So if you snap a pic of your watermelon called magnesium you have so recently acquired, please tag us. Please, please tag. tag. Uh, I love to see it. So without further ado, Emma, I wish you good luck on your Planet Fitness moment. Thank you. Enjoy jumping and staring at the Hudson River. I hope you see some hot men running by. I will likely just see elders <laughs> that will ask me what the fuck I'm doing, but uh, I support it anyways. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for listening to episode two, Supplement Chat. What the fuck is CMOS? Talk to you oh, later, yeah. bro.